to the Prophecy Club. I've got a jam-packed program for you today. I've got several topics. Dimitri Dudeman was told to follow America would start with an internal revolution. Started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries would attack and defeat America. Shane Warren told in the DVD, The Storm, Judgment, and Revival, made October 5th of 2012, that there is a 400-year judgment cycle and that America's judgment will arrive in 2020. 2020 just happens to be 400 years from when the Mayflower Compact of 1620 was signed, where God made an agreement with America to form a new nation for the furtherance of the gospel of Jesus Christ. 2020 just happens to be 40 years from when the judgment was announced to Dimitri Dudeman in 1980. We may, hear that again, we may have as little as two or three years before America may fall. Headline, Trump is working secretly to solve the Palestinian-Israeli issue. One of the things that we prophecy students look for is the forming of a Palestinian state that may be in the process. One of the other things we look for is when Israel is attacked, America sends troops. Headline, Iranian general says forces are awaiting orders to destroy Israel. Headline, Mass exodus from the church, the percentage of young adults with no religious affiliation has nearly quadrupled since 1986. The point is, America continues to fall into sin, continues to be fulfilling Revelation 18, I believe it's verse 2, become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Trump just told NATO he is not pleased with the nations not paying their fair share, then turning around and purchasing $11 billion in oil contracts from Russia. Let me play a clip of Trump talking to the members of NATO. Well, I have to say, I think uh, it's very sad when Germany makes a massive oil and gas deal with Russia where you're supposed to be guarding against Russia and Germany goes out and pays billions and billions of dollars a year to Russia. So we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting all of these countries. And then numerous of the countries go out and make a pipeline deal with Russia where they're paying billions of dollars into the coffers of Russia. So we're supposed to protect you against Russia, but they're paying billions of dollars to Russia, and I think that's very inappropriate. And the former chancellor of Germany is the head of the pipeline company that's supplying the gas. Uh, Ultimately, Germany will have almost 70% of their country controlled by Russia with natural gas. So you tell me, is that appropriate? I mean, I've been complaining about this from the time I got in. It should have never been allowed to have happened. But Germany is totally controlled by Russia because they will be getting from 60 to 70 percent of their energy from Russia and a new pipeline. And you tell me if that's appropriate, because I think it's not. And I think it's a very bad thing for NATO. And I don't think it should have happened. And I think we have to talk to Germany about it. On top of that, Germany is just paying a little bit over 1 percent, whereas the United States in actual numbers is paying 4.2 percent. 
of a much larger GDP. So I think that's inappropriate also. You know, we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting everybody, and yet we're paying a lot of money to protect. Now, this has been going on for decades. This has been brought up by other presidents, but other presidents never did anything about it because I don't think they understood it or they just didn't want to get involved. But I have to bring it up because I think it's very unfair to our country. It's very unfair to our taxpayers. And I think that these countries have to step it up, not over a 10-year period. They have to step it up immediately. Russia, the country that the U.S. is paying the NATO defense to defend against and the NATO defense bill to protect them from. So Trump is not pleased that the EU puts up trade barriers, high tariffs, subsidizes companies in collusion against America to compete against to take America money away from America. Is he right? Okay, so America is funding EU and Germany, which then turn around and purchase oil from NATO's enemy, Russia, to make Russia stronger. America is losing possible business profits and opportunities from the EU and Germany and from their tariffs and subsidies while paying the dollar for their defense from Russia. America is losing by funding NATO, their defense from Russia. America is losing in trade by tariffs losing a trade when they purchase their oil from Russia rather than America. Okay, then we got to back up and we got to say, what would it take to stop this? Well, the president since Bush and then Obama and now Trump have all been decrying to NATO, you need to step up and pay your fair share. They keep saying, pay your fair share. Keep saying it, but NATO has not been doing anything. So, I put forth a little suggestion. So, Trump, if you're listening, consider this. Now, this might be too brash. It might be too harsh. But it would get them to move off of dead center. So, in my humble, non-negotiating, undiplomatic style, (laughs) I would say, Trump, you need to say, here's what I want. NATO... All you 29 countries, all you EU countries, especially NATO, here's the deal. You have 12 months to switch at least 50% of your oil purchases from Russia and switch them to America. You have 24 months to turn off 100% of your oil purchases from Russia and switch them to 100% America. You further have 12 months to get your support up to the 2% requirement for NATO. I don't want to hear, we will do more. Not acceptable. I don't want to hear any excuses. Or, and unfortunately, Trump, you got to put the or in there, or we'll have to do something. Now, I don't think you ought to say what you're going to do. You shouldn't threaten them. You just need to start giving some goals and some deadlines. Trump, you need to start saying something along the lines. Obviously, you will probably have to put it a little bit more diplomatically than I would put it. Probably something in the lines of, I'm not bluffing. I'm a businessman. This is not going to continue. You don't want to know what I will do. 
But I will remind you, let me refresh your memory. I disciplined Syria when she stepped across the red line. I cut off the Paris Peace Accord because it was bad for America. I canceled the Iran deal because it also was bad for America. I brokered a nuclear disarmament with North Korea, which was good for not only America and North Korea and the world. I have already instituted tariffs on several nations because they refuse to level the playing field. What I'm saying is I'm not bluffing. I'm a businessman. This is not going to continue. You're not going to continue to get America to pay for your defense by NATO while you turn around and stab us in the back by buying your oil from Russia. We're not going to continue to pay your ridiculous tariffs while you, behind our back and under the table, subsidize your companies and we get stabbed in the back. You're not going to continue to stab America in the back and bless our enemies, i.e. Russia, or at least the people that I'm defending you from. Not going to happen anymore. We don't want to discuss exactly the steps that we're going to take, but you will change. Trust me, you will change. This is not negotiable. Okay, now, if Trump were to say something like that, and I think that that would probably, probably he would not ever say anything. That was pretty direct. I understand that's not very diplomatic, but he would have to put in his diplomatic presidential ways of saying that. I'm only making a point. It would take something drastic like that to get NATO, to get the EU, to turn around and start doing what they ought to do. Oh, well, hey, this is the real big point. Then what happens? If Trump could or would say something that drastic, that harsh, what would happen? Either NATO would continue to be a drag on America, continue to rip off America. America would continue to lose. Or, now let's look at the other side of the coin. Or, NATO falls apart. Our relations with EU and Germany would actually become stronger or either they would fall apart. This is the point, and this is where I'm going with this. This would be a good test to know what God is going to do with America in the future. This would be a very good test. If we could get Trump to make some kind of setting goals or some kind of an ultimatum that simply said, it's not going to continue like it has been. There will be a change. Now, if, if, if that would happen, this would be a very good test to find out the hand of God, the plans that God has for our nation. All of this, all of this trouble with NATO, with EU, with the EU and Germany buying all of this oil from Russia, all of this, brothers and sisters, could be a setup by God. This could be his hand to leave America without our allies in some kind of a nuclear attack that we, prophecy students, just happen to know is coming. This all could be a setup by God to take down America. Or, or here's the good news, if it turns around, it could be a sign from God that God is going to give us more time. Now, let's talk about that. If God is going to continue to give America more time, if he's going to give us more time, then here's what we would see. 
You have to understand, this is not about NATO. This is not about EU. And it's really not about Trump. This, what we're trying to see here, brothers, is we're trying to see the hand of God. We're trying to see whether God is going to bless America or whether he's about to take America down. This, oh, this, my brothers and sisters, this could be very important. If God is going to continue America, give us more time, the NATO and the EU and Germany will cooperate with such a proposal. Cooperate with or maybe even without the threats from Trump. Think about it. If God is going to take America out in the next few years, then NATO, EU, Germany will stand up. They will resist. They will not cooperate in any way. They're going to continue to turn off their coal-fired energy plants. Their nuclear energy plants continue to buy oil from Russia. They're going to continue to stab America in the back because that's the hand of God hurting America. NATO and EU and Germany will continue to be angry at America, even emboldened. Now, there's another thing we've got to look at. Trump is about to go talk to Putin. Here's another signpost to watch for. If Trump and Putin become good friends, maybe God is giving America more time. If NATO and EU and Germany, if they all decide, okay, 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 we'll step up. We'll pay our fair share of NATO. Okay, okay, okay. We're going we're gonna to turn off that pipeline that we're buying that oil from Russia. We're going to start buying it from America. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to lower our tariffs. Okay, we're going to level the playing field. We're going to start being a good guy. We're going to start cooperating with America. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe God is giving us more time. If Trump and Putin make agreements, if Trump lowers some sanctions like Putin and Russia wants him to do, If Putin then does something kind for us, like maybe removing Russian troops from Syria, if we see them, look, you got to understand, even if they get mad at each other, you're still going to see them smiling. You're still going to see a handshake. That's not the test. The test is once Trump and Putin have met, have there been concessions? They're all going to say, oh, yeah, they got along. It was really good. But are we going to see Putin doing what Trump wants him to do? That's the test. Are we going to see Trump start doing some nice things for Putin? Trump gives Putin steps and favors and blessing, the things that Putin wants. Maybe, maybe just maybe, just maybe, maybe God is going to give us more time. Maybe 2021, 2022, 2020, somewhere in that ballpark. Maybe, just maybe, we're not about to be taken out here in the next few years like it looks like. I'm not saying a date. I'm not setting a date. Don't put words in my mouth. Trump and Putin don't get along. Maybe in private, they get angry at each other. Either way, (laughs) publicly, they're going to appear to be friends. We'll see the picture of them shaking hands. But, brothers and sisters, what we look for is agreements, concessions. If there are no agreements, Putin's doing this for America, Trump's doing this for Russia. If there are no concessions on the part of Russia to America, America to Russia, if there's no sanctions lifted, if there's no diplomats returned or re-exchanged between the countries, if there's no walls that come down, 
if there's no agreements made, if there's no steps taken to help each country in return for this or that, you should be concerned. If NATO and EU continues to stab us in the back, and if there's no concessions, no agreements, once Trump talks to Putin, I think you should think about a year or two or three before the fall of America. But if NATO, now I don't mean, oh yeah, well, we increased our spending. Baloney. Who cares about you increasing spending? Either you quit stabbing us in the back or you don't. Same thing with Putin. Either he quits stabbing us in the back with whatever things he's doing. Some we know, some we don't know. Some Trump knows, some the public doesn't know. Either they quit stabbing each other in the back or they don't. Now, we're not concerned about what God is going to do with Russia or what God is going to do with EU or NATO. But, brothers and sisters, we can watch the hand of God. Understand that God removes kings and sets up kings. Understand that, well, like Amos 3, 7 says, Shall a trumpet be blown in the city, and the people be not afraid? Shall there be evil in the city, and the Lord hath not done it? Uh, Let me read that again. Shall there be evil in the city, and the Lord not done it? See, a lot of people want to think that God is just this big slot machine in the sky. He's going to bless me. He's a God of love. Well, Psalm 127.1 says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Deuteronomy 32.39 says, I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. And there is none that can deliver out of my hand. Now, what that's saying is, Russia, you don't make your decisions. NATO, EU, America, Trump, you don't make your decisions. I turn your heart... I have the keys to your heart. I turn your heart based upon your righteousness, based upon your turning to me. I don't see America turning to Jesus. I don't see the churches filling up. I don't see the sports stadiums full of Americans falling on their face, accepting Jesus. I don't see that. I don't see any turn to Jesus. Since we aren't seeing the turn to Jesus My guess is NATO is probably going to continue to stab us in the back. Germany, EU, will continue to stab us in the back. If we see that, stick a fork in us. America's done. Just a matter of time. If there's not real big concessions on the part of Russia to America, America to Russia, if Putin is still trying to stab us in the back, stick a fork in us. We're done. If we do not see some major cooperation on the part of NATO and EU and Russia, oh, this is a big test, brothers and sisters. You want to know if America is going to make it another 15 or 20 years, or do you want to know if we may only have a year or two or three? Don't listen to Prophecy Club. You don't have to listen to the prophets. You don't have to read your Bible. You don't have to pray. You don't have to have an angel visit. Watch Putin. Watch NATO. Over this next week, watch them. Watch and see what happens. We aren't watching Russia for Russia. We aren't watching NATO. 
or the EU. We're trying to see the hand of God. If the hand of God is blessing America, fine. We may have another 10, 15, who knows, maybe even 20 years. But if the knife is not pulled out of our back, if there's not massive turnaround, massive cooperation, then that means the hand of God is still turned against us. That means our time is drawing near to the fall of America. I don't have to say, you know this. As you listen to this, you're saying, you know what? This brother's right. This brother's right. He's hit it. This is right. What we're going to watch for is the hand of God. We're going to watch and see whether God turns our enemies against us because the Bible says that when our ways please the Lord, he makes even our enemies to be at peace with us. So let's look and let's see if Russia and Putin are friendly. Let's watch and see NATO, Germany, EU. Let's watch and see if they pull the knife out and put out their hand and decide, okay, you're right. You're right. We need to be, we need to level that playing field on the business and we need to start stepping up and paying for NATO and our own defense. You're right. You're right. We've taken advantage of you. We've stabbed you in the back and we're going to, we're going to turn around. We're going to give us a little time. We're going to turn around. Are we going to see that? Because if we see that, then that's the hand of God saying, America, I'm blessing you. Now, I believe we've been seeing some blessings. I believe we've been seeing those blessings because America chose to walk, at least take a little tiny step in the direction of righteousness by electing Trump rather than Hillary. Now, though, the question is, are we still walking with God? Because, you know, I don't see that. We're just like right now, us. Here we are. I wasn't able to make payroll this Friday. So here we are, a watchman ministry, and we can't make payroll. That tells me that people aren't hearing what the prophets are saying. I'm not a prophet, but I do think you'll agree that we're a prophetic ministry. We're a watchman, no question. When we are having trouble, when we're not being blessed, people aren't hearing us. You see a problem in that? What's going on? Do you see that? Do you see the hand of God? I do, brothers and sisters. I do. I don't see America turning to Jesus. Byron York, Harvard study, CNN, NBC, Trump coverage, 93% negative about Trump. That's the headline. You remember Dimitri was told the fall of America would start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Well, who runs CNN? NBC, ABC. The article went on to say, this is from WashingtonExaminer.com, how negative was the press coverage of President Trump's first 100 days in office? Far more than that of Barack Obama, George Bush, Bill Clinton. According to a new report from the Harvard Kennedy Schools Sorensen Center, that's a mouthful, (laughs) the Harvard scholars analyzed the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, and the main newscasts, CBS, CNN, Fox, NBC, during Trump's initial time in office. They found, to no one's surprise, that Trump absolutely dominated news coverage in the first 100 days, and then they found that the news coverage was solidly negative, as in 80% negative, started by the communists. Among those outlets studied versus 20% positive, started by the communists, 
The numbers of previous presidents, Barack Obama, 41% negative, 59% positive, George Bush, 57% negative, Bill Clinton, 60% negative, but Trump, 80% negative, started by the communists. The coverage of some news organization was so negative, it was nowhere near a neutral presentation of facts started by the communists. Assessing the tone of news coverage, the Harvard researchers found that CNN's Trump coverage was 93% negative and 7% positive, started by the communists. Others were slightly slightly less negative. The Harvard team found that CBS coverage was 91% negative, New York Times 87% negative, Washington Point uh, Post 83% negative, Wall Street Journal 70% negative, Fox News coverage also leaned to the negative, but only 52% negative. In other words, 52, 48%. Okay, that's balanced. That's what they, that's what they say. Balanced news. Okay, that's the way it ought to be. Started by the communists. See, a lot of these news agencies, I believe, are owned, controlled, and voiced, and written, and organized, and conducted, and commanded by communists. Started by the communists, some of the people will start fighting against the government. Well, that's not happening, is it? Maxine Waters, let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet, meaning Trump, In a restaurant, department store, gasoline station, you get out there, you create a crowd. You push back on them and you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. Oh, nobody's listening to her. Yeah, well, really? Sarah Huckabee Sanders tweeted that I was told by the owner of a Red Hen restaurant to leave because I work for the president. President Trump then tweeted out Congresswoman Maxine Waters, an extraordinarily low IQ person, has become, together with Nancy Pelosi, the face of the Democrat Party. She has just called for harm to supporters, of which there are many, started by the communists. And with the Make America Great Again movement, be careful what you wish for, Max, started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. Majority leader Kevin McCarthy called on Waters to apologize, saying... The people who claim tolerance seem to be the most intolerant. I have friends on the other side of the aisle where we philosophically disagree. We have our debates about our philosophy difference, but we'll sit down and have dinner together and have a coffee, cup of coffee together. See, brothers and sisters, that's what it used to be. It's the way it ought to be. Just because we disagree, we don't have to kill each other. Chuck Schumer said, I strongly disagree with those who advocate harassing folks if they don't agree with them. No one should call for the harassment of public no one should call for the harassment of political opponents. That's not right. That's not American. But some of the people will start fighting against the government. Chris Matthews of MSNBC speaking about the Supreme Court court nominee. Don't allow a vote on this. Don't have a hearing. Don't have a meeting. Don't let anything go forward. Don't play ball with this decision. And what he's calling for? He's calling for the destruction of America, the destruction of the democratic process of voting. Okay, we don't agree whether we're going to put down 
a highway there? Let's vote on it. We don't agree who should be the mayor? Well, let's vote on it. But here he's saying, no, no, no. We don't want to even vote anymore. We want to destroy America. Started by the communists, some of the people will start fighting against the government. In Portland, Oregon, Christians gathered for a prayer rally. Antifa thugs showed up, started throwing rocks and flashbang grenades. Started by the communists, some of the people will start fighting against the government. Police confiscated mace, clubs, gloves, brass knuckles, batons, knives, and handgun clips. Some are calling this the first skirmish in America's next civil war. I didn't say that. That's a newspaper headline. Communists are calling this the summer of rage. They're no longer trying to take back the country at the polls in November. They're calling for open, armed insurrection, civil war, and internal revolution. Michael Moore even said it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for those gifts of support. God bless.